But there was this one company, I think called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Chop Sports Daily, coming to you live from the Flipping Made Easy studio right here in downtown Matawan, New Jersey. It is Sturch. It is Gooch. It is Nick behind the glass. We are coming to you live from the Cabinet Creation Sports Desk. Did all that in one breath. How about that? Hope everybody's doing all right. You're back. I'm back. I feel good. Recharged the rested. battery a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're rest, on the IL for a day. Rested is is a loose term that we throw around here. Like rested it doesn't really happen often, but I did get to settle in a little bit and just work from bed after I got home. So I had a good productive day, nice day off. At you can night. find us on the Google now because of you. Yeah, bro. <laughs> so. I, I hooked up our Google business page Hell to yeah. kind of geared towards more towards what we're going to be doing in the future so yeah. good things happening with it with it good morning to the chat right now dalton nolan saying warriors and seven we'll talk about that game obviously uh bailey coming in warriors and six and a half if that's a stat uh he's like welcome back under uh, underbelly of man so yeah, I even i even you even wearing uh, your manscape shirt manscaped how about that shirt. uh but anyway if you guys are watching the show right now please do me a favor por favor can you please like the video and of course if you're brand new to this joint because i've been sharing this on different platforms lately i shared it in today i shared it within dat chat which obviously is three members away from 500 members over there on dat chat so go support those guys brand new social media platform uh like the video over there they're doing great things over there nfts blockchain you name it glenn is having himself a phenomenal uh playoff week I, did you see his setup by any chance he like posted he's got like a projector in the backyard and no no i didn't you got to get into that the dat chat and also get he posted that on facebook too um so anyway do that, that chat, but also um, over on the Hater Fantasy Football, uh, I'm sorry, Hater Fantasy Sports Facebook page, which me and Chris are admins on, or I'm admin, you probably haven't set yourself up yet, have you? I don't think that I got the invite. I think you did, uh, but anyway. Dave, <laughs> I didn't get the invite. I know um, how Facebook works. Go check over, check those guys out. We're growing that page as well. We're helping um, our boys over at Hater Fantasy Sports. They're going to be launching in just a couple weeks, so we're gearing up for that. We'll get more into that as it gets closer. There's a lot of cool shit going on with Hater Fantasy Sports. Uh, a lot of good connections over there as well, so we are also one week away from our interview with Johnny Bench, Hall of Fame, one of the greatest catchers maybe of all time. Uh, he'll be joining the Chop Sports daily next week on tuesday so be sure to check your local listings <laughs> i mean as if like we're anywhere else but youtube 11 30 11 30 uh no, on, that's uh, when it's scheduled for it, it is yeah it is i, I know his agent or his guy or yeah so anyway that's going down next week um and that's all we got for that. Also, Patreon, of course, Patreon. We got to plug our Patreon away. It is patreon.com forward slash chop sports. That is how you can support the show. Scoop, you're coming in the chat. What up, family? Did you update your credit card information? <laughs> we talked about it yesterday. He's like, oh, oh, crap. I might have gotten denied because I lost my... I'm like, yeah, you did, right? And he's like, I was like, that's a hard conversation to have with somebody. Like, hey, man, thanks for the support. Uh, your credit card got denied. <laughs> so I did not bring that up to Scoop. He brought it up himself. But if you want to support the show, you could do so by heading on over to patreon.com. Dave, did you see my face? get? I got like slightly uncomfortable. I was like, oh, wait, should we? And then you're like... No, Scoop said it. So uh, it was good. Scoop, We're yes. Clear. Uh, but yeah, make sure your, uh, your credit card information is up to date uh, to support Chop Sports. We appreciate each and every one of you guys. It, it really makes the show tick, keeps the lights on, and before you know it, folks, we're going to be expanding again because job sports, that's what we do. We don't know how to stay complacent. We don't know how to stay in one office. We will be doing multiple things coming up in the coming months. We're very excited about that. I do want to wish Dina, our former producer, well on her future plans or whatever she's got going on. She's going back to Ozark, Missouri. She's going back to hang out with all her friends there. She's going back. Uh, so we wish her well. And uh, Dina, obviously, we see her every day. She's been on the show. She's a producer of the show. She was a character on the show. Character. She was a personality on the show so dina we wish you the best we love you thanks for everything that you've done uh for chop sports also if you would like to hang out with chop sports so dina if you're going to missouri and you want to come back in a couple weeks come back for the chop sports barbecue because we're all getting hammered uh, it is going down on sunday july the 26th one o'clock to six o'clock p.m merrill park new jersey merrill, i keep doing that merrill park new jersey merrill park Island, New Jersey. It's uh, Woodbridge, Colonia. It's all right there. Um, my dad asked me, he's like, how do I get there? And I was like, oh, yeah, I... 
I don't know. I can't believe that you grew up in Fords and don't know how to get to Merrill Park. I was a Fords Park guy, and I was a, a like a, a Warren Park guy. I was never a Merrill Park guy. Merrill Park is more for the colonial yuppies of those worlds, and and I Oak Tree like, Road. I and feel like that was like the, the 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 place where everybody took prom pictures for all three high schools. Oh well, Park, no, I took prom pictures in front of my house. My limo never showed up for my prom. Oh, uh, my 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 good friend John. Uh, uh, Johnny had to get his dad to drive us to the prom in his Ford Escort. Uh, so I rolled up in style uh, in go. my prom. So uh, shout out to Mark for that one, for his uncle having a limo business <laughs> that just never picked us up. Uh, but that was a good time. But the Beer Olympics, I know you didn't get a chance to talk about this yesterday. I mean, technically, they're not Beer Olympics. They're just like the Chop Olympics because you don't necessarily have to drink beer. I did get inquiries from a couple guys saying, hey, do we have to drink for this? Yeah, I this said, no. This isn't one of those Fourth of July things that you do at a frat party. It's the, the chop sports barbecue that we want to incorporate some activities and have a champion and, so much and room for activity. It, it all comes down to wanting to compete a little bit and have some fun. To my understanding, there's no cardio events in the tournament. So if anybody uh, wants correction. to challenge me to something on the side, I'm willing to accept any challenges. He's, he's pulling the Billy Ho right now and he wants to go one-on-one on the court. Not, uh, no, 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 no. I don't want to play basketball one-on-one. Cause you this stink is, at this basketball. Is not re- this is, <laughs> Dave, who said it about me? Was it your brother? Said, I only talk shit about things I know I'm good at. <laughs> yeah, right? Right, I, exactly. I, I'm good. I'm not good one at, uh, in one-on-one because I can't pass You're a facilitator. Anybody. I'm a facilitator. Yeah, you're I a point guard. I can't facilitate things. I can't create my own shot. <laughs> there, I said it. And if you give me a wide-open shot, I miss. So, oh, All right. Well, anyway, uh, so that's going down on the 26th. There is a football-related game. I don't know if you saw the rules, but, like, Scoop was filling me in yesterday. Like, you throw the ball, right? You try to get through the uprights and in the can or whatever. But if it bounces off, you get to, like, try to dive and intercept it, and you get three points. So I can. I already said, I was like, you're going to have grass things all over your shirt. Oh, yeah. You're going to be all over the place. Um, I'm also it, not going to drink because I want to win. Oh, you're drinking. No, I'm kidding. Shut I'm going to get drunk. Anyway, so be sure to also RSVP by doing the old email thing. It's chopsports.events at gmail.com. Be sure to do that because if we don't know you're coming, uh, Ashley will not let you in at the door, the proverbial door. There's not actually yeah. a door, but she's going to kick you out. So that's the but way yeah, it is. We have a good, um, we're putting together a little playlist oh, as well. God, and she's, the Big Booty oh, Mix no. will be incorporated into the playlist, guaranteed. David's it's solid. You know, there are adults, like adults, adults, like my dad. See, this, and like just, he's, this clearly indicates that Dave has no clue what the Big Booty Mix consists of. Nick, do you have any idea what Big oh, Booty Mix is? I know what it is. It's what, great. The fu- it's am great. I the only guy? Like- the entire party will, will be on board with the Big Booty Mix, I promise, because they cut up 80s. They cut up. They cut it all up, bro. It's an incor- They incorporate right. a it lot. Is a, it is and a it's fairly clean. It's fairly clean. Music. It's like you. It's no worse than you would hear on Hot 97. Everything is mashed up. It's good stuff. So And plus, you just let it go for an hour, and then you go, go Big Booty Mix 23. Big <laughs> oh, God. And you just let it ride. But we'll, we'll put some... Uh, I'll, I'm right. taking any requests for um, the playlist. Also, as far as the barbecue goes, you have coolers, you have tables, bring them. And let us know yes. that you could bring them. Yeah, I mean, that any would help us out. shit like that, we don't need to keep it. We got Harris we'll coming in with two, two 10 by 10 tents coming in, courtesy of the PBA, even though I think... It's more Harris than the PBA, but the PBA did say they were going to help, um, help chop us up, uh, chop us up, help us out. Also, shout out to Curtis Counts. Curtis Sells House is one of our big time sponsors on Chop Sports. He came in yesterday with a nice, nice donation for the party. So we're cruising right now. We're going to have a good, good time. I can't wait. Um, I don't know what the weather looks like yet. Obviously, we're too far out, but... I think it'll be a good day. I, I got a good feeling about this. Um, just like last year's party was a, was a banger. We had a really good time over at uh, McDonough's, uh, but that was also 110 degrees inside. This, at least, you'll have some shade. You'll have some sun. You'll have some... You want to bring on like, water well, balloons look, and shit? difference between... <laughs> look, if I'm going to a barbecue, uh-huh. I'm okay with going there and, and being in the heat a little bit because you know what you're getting yourself into. You're going to dress accordingly. When you dress to go to a bar and you're out for a night out... And then it's 120 degrees. Yeah, nothing else. It's a very different situation because you're just dripping sweat in like your in your out and about clothes. Yeah, it sucks because you can't really change your clothes or whatever. You can't wear a tank top. I almost died. I took like a rip off the one hitter with a website guy. That's right. And I came back in and I watched Conor McGregor's ankle snap in half, and I. (laughs) I got sick. And you were in peril. That was, it was Nobody over Nobody knew where me. Gooch was it at the was end of the night. It was me and Ash, like, halfway up Broad Street in Keyport. <laughs> I was sitting on a the, on the curb. Sweating and, like Ewing at the foul line. <laughs> and then Jimmy walks up to me, and he's like, you okay, bro? And I was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Don't look at me. Nobody look at me. That's great. That's great. Anyway, so, yes, that is the beer 
I mean the Chop Olympics. I mean somebody came in on Facebook. Barbecue. And what somebody came on Facebook. Please, if you're watching on Facebook, hit the YouTube link. Uh, you have to drink at the Beer Olympics. Okay, so we're not calling it Beer Olympics then. Okay, so let's let's nix that. Um, but anyway, so. Big stretch coming up for the New York Yankees, right? They're getting back in action tonight. Same thing with the Mets, but Yankees first. 13-game stretch, including the Rays, the Jays, the Rays again, and the Strohs. So now you're looking at four big series for the Yankees. I would say, like, now we're going to find out what they're made of, but when you start 44 and 16, I think you kind of know yeah, what I they're made like of. They've gone through a couple of these teams already and done well against them. But in a row? I mean, look. These are back-to-back-to-back to back to back series. It's... it's they got to play us too, you know. Ooh, like when ooh. the Rays are looking at their schedule, yeah, yeah. they're like, "Oh shit, we got to play the Yankees twice in the next two weeks." That's not an easy task. So, bro, they lost ten games in their last forty-eight games. I'm pretty confident going into this. I'm not overconfident. And even if they drop seven out of the next thirteen, it's like it's. What still- would you What would you be satisfied with? Realistically, as a Yankee fan who's confident in the team right now, what would you be settled? What would you settle what would for? I, what would I s- for thirteen game stretch? I, I want to win every single game. I, you want to go but, thirteen and zero. I get it. In terms of what will I settle for, anything that they that anything that happens, I'll be okay with as long as it's not a complete nosedive. Well, I need Even I need they, a number. Give me a number. Seven Give and me six, a number. If they go seven and six, I'll be disappointed, but I'm not going to write them all. But here we go. If they go, let's just say they go seven and six, they'll be fifty one and twenty two. So like, let's be honest. There's they still going to be seven, almost if thirty. If they go games. seven and six, my guess is they'll still have the best record in baseball. I mean, Toronto coming in 36 and 24. The Rays are coming in 35 and 25. You don't want to discredit the Red Sox completely yet. They're only three games over 500. They're 32 and 29. Uh, the Astros are 37 and 24. Well, They're the cruising. They've got an eight and a half game lead right eight. now. Eight, eight right now eight going in. Lead. So they have a chance for some We're separation. Really they got they got they got a chance to really make some noise and kind of put not to put the division to bed because it's it's literally June and going to be July. It's not going to be over yet. But those when those those. Uh, the gaps between the teams and the games behind, they start taking a toll. Like when you get to July and the dog days of summer, it's August. Like you're looking up at the standings, you're like, God damn, there are all these nine and a half games we got to make up. The reason Something why like I'm, that. the reason why I'm not worried is because the Yankees haven't been doing it with their lineup per se. You look up and down the lineup, and they're not really killing it the way they that you would think a team that's playing as well as they are would be killing it. It's been pitching. So the the pitching remains consistent. The lineup, you're going to have off days. You're going to have games where you score one run. But when the pitching is only given up a run or two a game for the last three weeks, I'm fairly confident going into any series against anybody because we match up there, no doubt about it. Yeah. And I guess Aaron Boone's job is safe. Right. You would, I mean, no, he no, ain't doing no, nothing wrong. Not, I guess Aaron Boone's job is safe. We could all get off it's, that bandwagon yes, at over. least for this year and That's probably over. into next. What up, Mike? Uh, what's up, Chop Sports? He says, Dave's Cup, wash hands. I don't know what that means. Um, wash hands. Wash hands. I don't know. Do I have like, I don't a know. dirt spot on it or something? No, Dave's insecurities are pouring out. Oh, my God. Now I'm starting to sweat. Wash right, hands. So says, hold on worry. to the ball, asshole. Don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> anyway, don't worry about it. So to the Mets now. Um, obviously, they're they're still playing. They're above. Their heads are above water. They're doing very well. Still second, third best record in baseball. So they're still cruising. But now the Braves, they just decided they don't want to lose anymore, right? Yeah, I think they're on twelve game streak now, or thirteen game streak. Whatever it is, the Braves haven't lost in about three weeks, two weeks. He meant the clap emoji, by the way. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, they haven't lost a game in two weeks. Um, they did just lose Albies for a f- with a fractured foot. Yeah, that's and they, big. And it took him a little bit to get healthy. Acuna's been been dealing with a groin and a quad, and obviously he started the season on the on the IL with the ACL. Austin Riley been hot. Uh, their pitching has been really good of late, but it sucks to lose Albies because I feel like he's been the lifeblood of that team th- since Freeman's been gone. I feel like he's their guy. Even though he had that little dust-up, I feel like since that day... The you got to be really careful when you say dust-up nowadays. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> you don't know the Del Rio thing? I guess you don't... You didn't pay attention to I, any I, of that? I don't give a fuck about I, what Jack I, Del Rio said. I did pay attention to it, but in regards to, you know, like... What a dust up is, it's like a little skirmish, a little that's fine. I'm not referring I'm referring <laughs> to the to, storming of the I'm Capitol. referring to like what happened between two teammates at third base right. being a dust up. Okay. Him and Marcelo Zuna. That is his name, right? It yes. is Azuna? Yes, Azuna. Yeah. So since that game, I don't think the Braves have really lost. And we were looking at it like, you know, what the fuck this infighting. Sometimes the infighting brings you together, and obviously the Braves have played really well since that day. So the Mets uh return to action as well tonight. They were yeah, they were off to Am yesterday. I really not allowed to say dust up? No, I just it was just in comparison. Oh, I didn't t- know if Kyle. We was talked about around. it yesterday. Oh, all right. Yeah, I mean, like you know what he said, right? 
Del Rio? Okay. Yes. I mean, we talked about it yesterday, but you don't watch the show when Bro, you're not it, on it. It's like actually not tuning in when you're not here. It was hilarious. I was busy, though. <laughs> um, and it was hilarious that um, the, the Del Rio comments came out, and then the next day he, like, doubled down on his comments. And then, like, four hours later, the ESPN headline <laughs> said, Jack Del Rio apologizes for comments. And not only that, deletes Twitter. Like, he's yeah, gone so, off the face of the earth. Yeah, it just goes um, to show. Anyway, oh, you were looking at... You, so the I, I I don't know how much I get into the the World Baseball Classic. Now we're still on baseball for a second, but like you t- show me the Dominican team, dude. This is like, is there even going to be a competition at this point? Like they might run the table. Like I they mean, might you, not lose. You, I didn't really get completely into it, but you saw the rosters are starting to come uh, yeah, the, to fruition. The Dominican team, just to get through it a little bit, and I'll just name their lineup. You could kind of do the math on who their pitchers are going to be. I, I would imagine Severino if he's good to go at that time in a year. Uh, maybe Cueto has been on the team for a couple. I think the last uh, last time he was their ace. But nonetheless, their lineup. Ready? Catcher is El Gary, and when it's not Gary Sanchez, the <laughs> bearded Yankees Gary catcher. is another this is bearded beast. Dominican right. El Gary gets so to be himself. Yeah, the, the, we could even call him the Kraken if you'd like. But El Gary, when he plays for the DR, I think that's the most dangerous uh, version of. Gary Sanchez yes, is going to have I a full agree. beard. I They're going to allow him to be lazy and do all the things that he loves to do and hit bombs. So El Gary <laughs> and not play any defense whatsoever. <laughs> but at first base they have Vlad. Second base, I believe, is Jose Ramirez, who's shifting over from third, and mm-hmm. he's like an MVP candidate for, t- for this year. only. Shortstop is Tatis. Third base is Manny Machado. DH is Rafael Devers. Le- uh, right field or left field, I'm not sure. Take your pick. Is Juan Soto. Then they got Teoscar Hernandez, and then. Uh, Marte, Kettle Marte, or is it Starling? Star- Marte? Starling. Starling Marte, dude, <laughs> loaded, just completely loaded. Like, who team. are we gonna trot out there? Trout, uh, and then if you maybe. look at if you look at their their relief pitching, Harper, their relief pitching, they could really load up, like really load up if they chose. I don't that, know how that's it's gonna, gonna go. Be a hard... Is Castillo Dominican? Who? Luis, Luis Castillo? I think he might be on that team too. Could be. Uh, I don't know, but nonetheless, I can't. Be, I can't imagine that they're not gonna win that. Yeah, hey, Mike's coming in. Speaking of baseball, the Barons almost won the state title uh, the other day. They lost in the finals on Friday. I know. Shout out to that team, boy. They they, they fought the entire year. Great, great squad uh, led by Coach Monaco, who we know is a wrestling coach, um, a friend of Chop Sports. So shout out to the Woodbridge Barons for doing work uh, in baseball. So, all right. So last night, um, I, I really w- I don't know who specifically is in the chat right now. I've seen some names that are popping up. But I need all you mother effers that did Boston heavy, Boston heavy, Boston, Boston, Boston. You swayed me, you bastards, because I'm sitting here and I had the gut feel. Remember I told you sometimes I have a feeling, right? I have this feeling like screw the analytics. I have a feeling that this is the way it's going to go. I went against my own judgment and it's no fault of Kyle's. Like I said, he does the analytical part. He's doing what's best for the, the numbers, right? So that's all. You know, people are betting here. We're going here. We're doing this. He's doing that. So I get it, right? So that's why I went with the Warriors, and I lost. Um, no, you I went the with Celtics. the Celtics, and I lost. The The Warriors finish off the Celtics yesterday, 104-94. Um, the big, big thing is the fact, and I thought this was insane, the fact that Steph Curry didn't hit one three, not one. I think it's the first time in his career that this has happened. It's not. I think it's in his finals career. I think there's been a time where Steph didn't hit a three in a game. There has to have been. I mean, this guy shoots from everywhere. Because we would be hearing about that every single day if it was a still. If it was still, then a maybe three. it's a final step. But even if, because they've been in the final finals games, right? So he doesn't hit one three, and everybody still did their thing. All of a sudden, Wiggins could very well win the MVP of the finals. That's crazy because he started off at like 20 fucking thousand. It's tough. It's tough to say that he's going to, but I was the one that was singing the Wiggins uh, praises yesterday in the group chat saying, I mean, it's how could you deny the guy at this point? The at least put in the, put him in the conversation. I think it's a two-man race now. There's no doubt about it. It's either Steph or Wiggins. And Wiggins is still at plus 2,000. So incredible odds for the amount of... What he's the impact that he's had on the series. If you look at the year Iguodala won the MVP, I don't think he's touching Wiggins' numbers in this series. And Wiggins is locking down Jason Tatum and largely. Oh, he was a in ma- that wins, video you showed in me the was wins, a menace. He's a, bro, in the in the fourth quarter, Jason Tatum just didn't exist. He's he like shot, a gnat. He he's shot two like, air dude, balls. He shot two air what? balls in the NBA Finals. I wonder if he's going to text Kobe about it. Stop doing that, everybody. By the way, it's like. What? You, you I don't hear these things? No. That, and I'm like, like looking at you like, dude, Devin, come on. Devin Booker. Bro, do you think that I'm being like. I literally dark? thought you this were is being. Not, this is not the dark arts version of me coming out. This is like Jason Tatum saying like before game seven of the last series. I remember he, he wore the band. and No, but he text messaged Kobe Bryant saying, I got you, Kobe, before the game. 
as if Kobe Bryant's oh, rooting on. for the Celtics or something. No, he's not. But that's yeah, another but story. Wait, so we texted his phone number? Yeah. I understand. It's a, it's a cool doing? thing. It's a nice story. No, no, no. It's cetera, a cool thing to wear the band. You don't text but it's also guy's you're number. open yourself up for when you do non-Kobe like things for people to be like, oh, make sure you text Kobe. That. That's so see, I, I, it was an that, attempt at a right, joke. That's not oh, that got God. it. But um, yeah, Wiggins, he's putting up double doubles <laughs> yes. with rebounds. Uh, the, the defense and the transition game, the way he was attacking the rim yesterday. Whereas if you saw Steph on, they had a two on one late in the game. And I'm not <coughs> talking shit about Steph to the point where I don't think he's being, he's a huge part of what they've been able to do in this series. Obviously he's been, um, but when you see the difference in like the, the mentality between a guy like Wiggins, who's rolling in the fourth quarter. And then a guy like Steph clay and Steph had a two on one. And Steph just pulled up for three, and he allowed Marcus Smart to get back on defense, and then it became a half-court set. Whereas if that was Wiggins that got that pass in transition, he's dunking immediately. Right. You know? Flying all over the court, playing aggressive. There's no doubt in my mind that the reason why they dominated and won that game yesterday was Wiggins. And you could point to Steph's 43 in game in game four, where they were backs up against the wall, and that was a vintage Steph performance. It really was. But look what Wiggins did in that game too. He played. He scored seventeen and sixteen, and he played defense on the best player on the court. So, I, I to me right now, it's not even a debate in my mind as who is the actual most valuable player, and that's Wiggins in this series so far, no well, doubt. The series moves win, to Boston, Boston uh, for Game Six. I mean, we'll preview that on Thursday because, you know, the game's not tonight and it's not tomorrow. So we'll preview it on Thursday night. Tomorrow we'll dive a little bit, a little bit, just a little bit into the NHL Stanley Cup Finals because, again, hard for me, hard pressed for me to talk hockey right now. But um, as far as uh, this series, like I just said, moves to Boston, uh, we'll pick it on Thursday. I don't think it's, I don't even, I think it's fucking, it's a wrap. Uh, and like, just the way. Like all these analytics came out, well, Boston or none, neither of these teams have lost one after you know have lost two in a row. Well, guess what? That's done now. So like we can all forget that shit. Um, could Boston lose another one three in a row? I, I think it's possible, but we'll, we'll we'll dive into that when we get there. It's definitely possible. It's definitely possible. So uh, all right, so this is a little bit of fun right now. I'm gonna pull this up. I just learned how to do this uh, on the old Instagram because I'm old and I don't know what I'm doing. But Gooch is is cultured and he uh, and she she he knows how to do these things. So it's it's called the the it's a reel. <laughs> I know what a reel is. So don't look at me like oh I can't believe he doesn't know what a reel is. I'm on uh, the old Instagram reel thing right. And if you go to effects and you go to search, I think everybody else probably knows how to do it. Too. So I'm listen. I'm I'm walking the, through the people that don't know. So Sorry there's an NBA. Um, oh, there's two of them. Which one do I do? The, the blue one on the left. The blue one. Okay, All so we're each starting five. Gonna do a starting five, and we're gonna see which team would win. Right. So uh, <laughs> this is so dumb, but I wanted to do it because I think it's hilarious. And um, yeah, so you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. All right. All right. Go ahead. So the, the starting five for Gooch, write them down. Uh, I'll write them down, too, as we go. But again, go ahead. This, this is going to be fun. All right, go ahead. here we go. All right, your starting five are. Here we go. All right, where's the where's the music yeah. that we need, Call right? Drexler. All right, you Drexler. Nice. There's music? Oh, we got Kobe. Speaking of the devil. Wow. Or the. Jesus. Jesus. God damn it. <laughs> Bob McAdoo. God damn it. McAdoo. Okay. LeBron, baby. Really? Okay. Here we go. This is good. And? And Rodman. Fucking clean it all up, baby. All right, so I'm that's your really team. I'm not really that happy with my Clyde team. Clyde Drexler, Kobe Bryant, McAdoo, uh, got, Ben McAdoo, former no, coach of the Giants. I got no size. Um, I don't even know what position Ben McAdoo played. LeBron James and Dennis Rodman. a point guard. <laughs> anyway. I'm, I'm going to get uh, ran off the court because my, my team is soft as shit. My turn. Here we go. No dun, size. Dun, 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 dun. All right, here we go. And my number one pick is Kobe Bryant. Okay, off to a hot start here. Uh, second will be Michael Jordan. Okay, this one's over. Uh, and uh, let's see, Dave. Down. Who? Dave Cohen's. All right, so that that one evens up your bad pick. James Worthy. Okay, I'm with it. I'm with it. And Elgin Baylor. Oh, I kicked your ass. I don't know. What do you mean you don't now know? That, I got Kobe I and Jordan on one team. You got no size either. I got LeBron and Kobe. So 
So Kobe versus Kobe, who wins? <laughs> that's that's the, the debate here. Those things are great. I'm uh I'm willing to do it Look, again. Kyle, I knew I knew if there was one person in the entire chat that was going to roast us for this, it was going to be fucking Kyle. No doubt about <laughs> I had it. To, that's bro, why I when had you were to. like, let's pick that four was, each and do the tournament, I was like, mm, let's kind of see he, how. He it, literally said, if Kyle's in the chat, goes. if Kyle's in the chat, it's not going to go as well as planned. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, it's going to be like Kyle and Scoop, and they're going to vote. I don't want to hear Kyle's fucking. All right, well I win. Uh, Kobe and Jordan over Kobe and. LeBron, so that's it. Well, the other guy, James Worthy, great play. Elgin Baylor, I mean, come on, dude. Let's let's so, be serious. You have Ben McAdoo on your team, <laughs> the former coach of the Giants. Who? Ben McAdoo, exactly. Oh man, so you lose. On well, that by one. the way, if anybody also, wants to do their to starting clear, five, I got an idea. You want to talk about Ben McAdoo? He's had success in Green Bay. Just oh, Christ. So anyway, if anybody wants to do this, right? Probably you go on. You do, you do thing. You get your five. Post it as a reel. Tag Shop Sports will share it. And then, you know, we'll see who's got some of these good teams. Yeah, ideally. Which means mine. nobody's going to so do mine's this. Gone. I didn't share mine. <laughs> I didn't share mine either. But I had a pretty good goddamn team. Anyway. Kobe Bryant. God, go. that was that was embarrassing. Uh, Kobe and LeBron over Kobe and Jordan, according to AJ Bascom. Well, that's how does it feel to be wrong? Because <laughs> that's not right at all. Anyway, you know, those both of those guys, since Kobe was listed as a billionaire and J Jordan's a billionaire, neither of those guys didn't, are going to worry about. Didn't Jordan talk shit about Clyde Drexler in his in, in the. Um, Would you be surprised? Talking about how he just never could win because Jordan was in the league. So oh, how good, by the way, is that Jeter one going to be? Yeah. Oh, it's going to yeah. be so good. And so the Ravens. The Ravens? Oh, they're doing the they're 2000 doing, Ravens. I don't know if they're doing the they're doing like a 30 for 30 maybe. I'm with that. 30 yeah. for 30s are great. I haven't seen a good one in well, they're all good, but I haven't oh, seen a new one in a long time. What? Nothing. Okay. Uh, are you worried that you're going to run out of money in retirement? I know uh, Jordan's not because he's crushing it right now. Or how you'll pay for your long-term health care if needed. Will your family be okay? Family first, folks. Stop worrying. Start planning. A comprehensive retirement plan gives you security for greater control over your money. Michael Fusco can help. As president of the Fusco Insurance Agency, Michael can work with you to create a comprehensive retirement plan. He'll explore using life insurance and annuities to help you build a more secure future so you can worry a little bit less now. Call 718 Seven zero one five seven eight seven to schedule your complimentary consultation at seven one eight seven zero one five seven eight seven. Guarantees and protections are subject to claims paying ability of the issuing company. Some insurance policies are not available in all states. So there you go. Um, <laughs> just scoop is fucking awful, dude. I know. I saw it. I just, I just <laughs> left it alone. First of all, do you have the live read for me? No, this is uh this is yesterday on the desk. No, I just brought a bunch of papers. But so anyway, probably so, anyway, manscaped. Yeah, there we go. Where's the we got the graphic up? There we go. There yeah, we go, baby. So head on over to manscaped.com. Use the promo code Shop Sports. You receive twenty percent off your entire order. Free shipping worldwide. Not much time world, left world, on this Father's Day package 2.0. So get out there now. Use the promo code Shop Sports. It comes equipped with the lawnmower 4.0. You get the ear and nose hair trimmer. You get the crop shaver 2.0. You get the boxer shorts. You get all the exfoliators. You get all the rubs. You get all the creams. <laughs> you get all the lathers. Enjoy it. Your dad will enjoy it. Your mom will enjoy it. Use the code manscaped.com chop sports 20% off world world wide wide free shipping uh did i say free shipping is there free shipping yes there's free shipping there's always free shipping what's up guys it's sturge from chop sports and today i'm here to finally deliver some new happenings with our friends over at absolute eyewear you already know the deal they're stocked they have the biggest brands including ray-ban polo and now introducing its newest player to their star-studded lineup oakley they work with all your major insurance companies, including BCBS, AARP, and so much more. If you check out Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, next to the train station, you'll receive $100 off any prescription frames and lenses. That's $100. Check them out right now by either calling 732-326-3937 or visit their website, absolute-eyewear.com. Tell them Chop Sports Sturch sent you. All right, uh, before we get into the next topic, Kyle says we copped out. Glad you're here because we can go over that. Did you see the drunk rant about the Saints on Chop Sports Facebook group? Oh, yeah. Okay, so the over-under is set at eight games. I said it would be – I don't like the fact that it's a hard number uh, because I can see them going eight and nine, right? So then you push. But then if you think you're an over 500 team, you win your bet. If you take the over, where are you leaning? Because I, 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 I did not cop out. I just don't like that hard number. Because I really think they might go eight and nine or nine and eight. It's like a very, very close flip flop. The Falcons are bad. Panthers. The Panthers are bad. The Bucks. The Bucks are good, but the Saints play the Bucks really well last year. Um, 
I'm going to go over eight. I don't agree with Kyle's takes on their offensive line being so beat up. They were kind of beat up last well, year. Well, they lost Armstead. He's the best one in the game right now. And then, then How much did he play last year? Armstead? Yeah. I mean, I don't remember I him being he hurt. hurt a decent amount of the year last year. Nonetheless, um, their defense is good. They added pieces. I feel like the Saints also, it depends on their coaching staff. I'm not sure how that's going to play out more so than anything. Sean Payton being gone. But did you mm. see the Sean Payton news, by the way? No. He was offered four years, $100 million from the Dolphins. Didn't take it. Or from the ta- Dolphins? Didn't take it. Yeah, the Dolphins were definitely after Sean Payton before they hired McDaniel. I wonder how McDaniel feels about this. I'm sure he feels fine about it. <laughs> I'm sure he's stoned you right know, now like on a plane. He's, he's got the job now. It is what it is. Um, or they could try and make this out to be like the McCarthy situation they did in Green Bay. He only now. played five or six games last year. Armstead. It's terrible running the ball. That's what that's. What, I mean, that's that's coming from Kyle, not me. But yeah, so they're they're. If anything, they're going to be improved at the offensive line position because if they could stay healthy, whatever they had is better than the six games that they got out of a banged up Armstead. Now I know that you know, going into the season, you'd like to have Armstead back, but if he's hurt and you're paying him all that money, then what good is he? So I'm not sitting here saying the Saints are going to be Super Bowl contenders, but I do think that they're going to be a tough team and. Not much of a difference from what they were to start the season last year. You're with the whole, uh, obviously. I mean, this is kind of goes without saying, but you're with the Jameis train. Here. I like Jameis Winston. I'm not. I know what he's here. We what go. He brings to the <laughs> table as being, you know, he throws the ball around a lot. He throws some interceptions, but I think that was a lot to do with the system. You saw Jameis last year. He was pretty solid in the, in, in the first six games. They were a good up and down team. They were great against Green Bay. Then they shit the bed. They were great. I yeah, they were like very flip floppy. First five weeks, they like alternated. So with, that's why it's easiest to say like they're an eight and eight team if it was a sixteen game season. But you add that extra game, it makes it it's but the, very hard. But the game that Jameis Winston got hurt in, I believe Trevor Simeon came in and they beat the Bucks on the road in that game. They so did. They were a team that was capable of going on the road and beating a really good football team. I just don't see enough roster turnover in terms of guys that they lost. Like I said, it's a lot to do with. The coach i got to see how that plays out defense took a hit too they lost malcolm jenkins to retirement and marcus williams so yeah, they're second and third tyron, best tacklers they signed tyron matthew and i believe they added somebody else as well yeah no listen i i and i, I love the honey badger i think he's a great addition but i feel like that's we'll an great over malcolm jenkins we'll see speaking of nfl um just a so these, I'll go with the over. To, all right, you're going the over. I'm still kind of undecided, I guess. I mean, I just I want to so see how this yeah, plays Dave's out. still copping out, but I... I'm, I'm not copping out. Give me the under. Fuck it. I don't, there you I, go. I'll go against you. Boom, done. Uh, Marcus May from the Jets is who they signed in the secondary. But anyway, speaking of the Jets, there's a guy on that team that jumps on our list here as we hit to the quarterbacks of their sophomore season. So we're interested to see. I have some pluses, meaning I think they're going to improve. I have some question marks, meaning I don't know their situation. And I got some minuses thinking that they're going to decrease or decline. Uh, I'll start with Trevor Lawrence of the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think the guy takes the next step. You added a guy like Christian Kirk. You added a guy. I don't know how much Evan Ingram's going to be anything. Honestly, I you know, I think he stinks. He can't catch the football. But maybe, hey, listen, new change of scenery. Maybe he's better. Um, he was lined up as a receiver a lot with the Giants, too. So, like, he's got the size and the ability to run some crisp routes. But I, I don't know how I feel about that. Um, they still got DJ Chark. Do, 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 right? That's a thing, right? No. Chark left, too? No, I believe he's in Detroit, maybe, now. I don't, I thought Chark was still there. What Did they have anybody? I know Keenan, Keelan Cole left. He's with the Jets now, but I, I thought Chark was, I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, I'm looking at Trevor Lawrence, and I think he, he takes the next step. He's got a better coach now, Dougie P. As much as I don't like him for his Super Bowl run with the Eagles, he's definitely good with the quarterback, especially young quarterbacks or guys that are weathered the storm like a Nick Foles. Um, now he has somebody that can lace it. So I, I think Trevor Lawrence takes the next step in 2022. I believe that Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars in general take a, a, a leap forward this year. They're, I don't want to say that they're going to be a playoff team because that's crazy. I think you already did predict. I said that they could. They're going to be a little bit better, and I wouldn't be surprised if they contended for the playoffs. But the problem is the Colts I mean, are seven really teams good. might as well. But the Colts are really good, and they're not going to win the division. So looking out at the AFC West, there's some really good teams that you could think are going to control the wild card situation. But because they're in a bad division, the Jaguars, like they really do have a chance to win some games within and, and pad their schedule yeah. a little bit. And then you never know at the end of the year. You know, you beat a good team, and all of a sudden you're in a good spot. I wouldn't count the Jaguars out. I do think Doug Peterson is the perfect fit for this team because they're going to dumb everything down. Beware, and I think it was um, 
was it Sean Redden who came into the chat a, a couple weeks ago, and I think what he said was pretty profound, and this is for the fantasy football players, be very wary of drafting a Jaguars receiver in fantasy football because what Doug Peterson does to receivers is just not a good situation. He doesn't give a fuck about the number one, the number two. It's going to be run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, as it should be. Their receiving core is kind of funky. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it's, so it's Kirk, uh-huh. Marvin Jones. Okay, Zay Marvin's Jones. still good. Who? Zay Jones from the Buffalo Bills. I remember Zay. No, Love he Zay. Was from the Raiders. No, he's on the Raiders. Remember, Love Zay. Oh, great it? player. <laughs> but I, uh, Bills, I, but I, I get them confused. Maybe yeah. Zay Jones was on the Bills prior to, but he was definitely a Raider last year because I remember watching him and Derek Carr. And after that, it's really just like not a lot of. Uh, <laughs> Not a lot, there's not a lot of depth, depth no. left in that receiving well, court. Like I said, I think under a new coach and under a new regime, I think the Jaguars are, are, are better off this year. They have a running game coming back. Travis Etienne, they obviously got the kid they drafted. Um, so the Jaguars are going to be better. So with that means better quarterback play. That's where I'm at with that one. Yeah, I think Trevor Lawrence wins some more games this year. I don't know that his numbers are going to translate, but I think they're going to be good. Yeah. Better. Um, moving on to the Houston Texans quarterback, Davis Mills. Now, I put a question mark next to Davis Mills, and I just looked it up. The Texans wide receiver group, who he's throwing the ball to. We all know Brandon Cooks, but I'm surprised they didn't move him yet. Um, they actually just extended him. Philip Dorsett, which, again, journeyman, right? Uh, Nico Collins. Uh, Chris Actually, Conley. Nico Collins was a solid guy. He was like... John Mechie third. Not bad last year. Uh, their tight end is Brevin Jordan. Oh, boy. All right. So, and their running backs, right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Marlon Mack is listed as their starting number one running back right now. And then Re- Sexy Rexy Burkhead is behind him. Yeah, The Texans they, are they, have a chance to be a very bad team. Sneak, sneaky uh, draft pick. That I feel like the Texans running back is going to arguably potentially be the number one rookie running back in fantasy. He definitely has a shot. I can't think of the name off the top of my head, but um, definitely got a guy that they're going to bring in and probably compete for number one running back reps, mm. no doubt. Could you pull him up? Could you look at the run, uh, Titans running back that they drafted? If somebody could just drop drop it in the comments, Kyle. But I'm saying, as far as Davis Mills goes, like, do you think this kid has the ability to... It's hard for me to... I mean, Lovey Smith is the coach now, so he has a little bit of a veteran leader uh, in Lovey, and, and I'm thinking to myself... I just I can't say plus or minus because it's like there's so many moving parts with the Texans. They just stopped caring last year after the Deshaun Watson nuts bullshit. It's going to be tough for him to win more games than they won. I think they surprised some people last year. Their team isn't good. They're not going to be much better this year. Damian Pierce yeah, is the running back. There you go. So they're not going to be much better this year, but Davis Mills had a quietly solid season. If you look at all the rookie quarterbacks, right. and you know, he was – he just had you know, a shitty I would team. Say, if you look at the numbers, I would say he probably had the second best season out of everybody. You know Maybe why? Because I think he played Fields. the most games too. But you that's know? my like, point. And they were down a lot. And I feel like he won a little bit of the confidence of whatever teammates are remaining. Major turnover with the Texans, but you know, last man standing and games winning games and proving it on the football field matters the most. He's got the size. I'm I'm a big Davis Mills fan because he just looked like a guy like Mike Glennon to me, and he actually turned the corner and played well, so I gave him the credit he deserves. But I'm not going to say he's going to be better because the team is really bad, and he doesn't have the pedigree. So even, they're gonna, he's going to do the exact same thing. Now, I bring another question to the table. Trey Lance. Now, as of right now, we Obviously. all know that everybody's up on him, and they're saying he's going to start, and Garoppolo's on the move and all this other stuff, right? Nothing's happened yet. We're into, we're into mini camps now. So both quarterbacks are there, right? It's hard for me to say like Trey Lance takes the next step because I don't I don't think he's taken a yeah, step. Yeah, he hasn't taken a step yet. But yeah, he, he had a little bit of success. Eh. What do you have? But like in four very, attempts, they like, put in some packages for him, and he yeah. had a little bit of success. But yes, he hasn't really made his first step into the league yet as a starter and going in and you know having the the whole offense and a, a training camp behind him with all the one reps, things like that are going to do wonders for him. And we're going to actually get to see what he's about. The 49ers have to have – they traded up. They invested a lot to get to him. And they're letting Jimmy G go, who's proven that they could win with him. Maybe they, they haven't won at all, but they've they've had some real success with guys. Jimmy G <laughs> under center. And for them to move on from a guy that's taken them deep into the playoffs multiple times, you got to buy into the Trey Lance hype as of now. And I do believe in their, their coaching staff's ability to decipher whether they think is a good quarterback or not because they've been around a bunch of good ones. So, yeah, I'm, I'm – 
I'm going to say he's going to be a lot better than people think. He has a chance to crack the top 10 in fantasy. No doubt about it. I'm with it. All right. Uh, one guy I think will definitely take the next step, and there's no question in my mind, and that's Zach Wilson. You know why he is going to take the next step? Because he fucking has to. There's no, like, there's no, the Jets cannot screw this up. They, they surrounded him with decent talent. They've spent some money. They've drafted well. They got a decent running game. They've worked on their offensive line. This is it. We Look, you don't have your number one one, right? You don't have this one guy that can take the top off the, co- the cover off the top of the defense. But you got serviceable dudes. And I think the Jets hey, have might to. might t- now, though. They got some rookie. They got the the, the speedster. Correct, rookie, but I'm so. saying like we don't, it's unproven, unknown right now. But I'm saying like looking at the Jets, I'm like this is this is it. This is make or break because if this doesn't work, this is going to be two failed quarterbacks within a, a calendar five years. You know between Sam and him, so they, it's got to work, and that's why I think that it has to. He has to take the next step. Well, just because it has to work doesn't mean it's going to work. I do agree he's going to be better because I believe that the coaching staff is got the right idea they're going the right direction and they're not going to ask them to do too much because if you see what they've invested early in the last two drafts is the running game they're going to run the shit out of the football robert Sala is cut from the same cloth as the 49ers system and the shanahan the system shanahan yeah. system so their plan isn't going to be to just throw zach wilson to the wolves and have him throw the ball 55 times a game if that's the plan it's not going to work they do have a good offensive line in the making so he should take another step just by proxy. You can't be much worse than you were last year. But even if he doesn't take that real leap in year two, if he has like a very similar year two-esque of like a Josh Allen, Josh Allen made his leap in year three. So you got to give some of these kids a little bit of time. But they are doing the right thing, and I do think that there is the upward trajectory happening. So I'm going to buy in on him making a leap. I just don't know that he's going to be like a Pro Bowl talent right now but i got big expectations for zach wilson this year so we'll see um two guys that i think are gonna are are negatives for me justin fields of chicago bears now they've done him no favors they've traded away or they've gotten rid of or let walk out the door Allen robinson right you look at that uh, mooney might take the next step as a a receiver but you've done nothing for this kid they lose they lose a lot of parts I just don't think they did enough for him to succeed and take that next step. I think he struggles. I think he's on the run a lot. And maybe that does work to his advantage and his style of play, but you still got to have playmakers down the field make, to do he's something. He's going to make a ton of dynamic plays. Right. Mooney is a very underrated receiver. He's one of the better route runners in the league. Um, but another situation where he was dealing with, with Trubisky, just airmailing the ball to him much like Justin Fields is going to be doing. Justin Fields, like you said, he's going to be on the run. They don't have a really that strong of an O-line. Definitely not a great pass-protecting O-line. And their defense isn't really what it was. They got they moved off Khalil Mack. So the Bears right now, I think they're struggling to find an identity. And Justin Fields basically at this point is their identity. Them and David, Him and David Montgomery, I think, are just going to alternate uh, carries. And then you're going to see Justin Fields on third and six uh, skip a, a five-yard out to whoever receiver is open. So the receivers here, I'm looking at to. it. It's Darnell Mooney, which we just talked about. Uh, Equimanius St. Brown, <laughs> Byron Pringle, uh, Taze Sharp, another kind of journeyman, another journeyman, Dante Pettis. This is bad. This is this yeah. is not a good receiving core. And you're looking at the you know the tight ends. Cole Komet, we, we saw him. He came on a little bit. The running game, it's now going to be solely on David Montgomery because Khalil Herbert, as much as he's come on in, in replacement, I don't know if he Bro, can hold. Looking at the Bears right now, that's a bad team, dude. That has they have a potential yeah. to pick number one next year. That's a and, and Bears fans, I'm sorry, I know you're out there, you know, uh, but I just I don't I don't see it. I Talking don't. To you Rube, Rube, and and Jay Silva and DJ Mario and like all these guys that I know that are diehards. I just I don't know. I can't see it. Um, and finally, Mac Jones. I'm putting him on the on the on the no go on the no. Then that he's going to regress a little bit. I don't think the Patriots know what the hell's going on right now. I think that their offensive, just the scheme itself, when you take a defensive coordinator or a special teams guy and you make the offensive coordinator, it's just things are going weird in New England, and I don't think they've set Mac Jones up for success in year two. I just don't. Yeah, they didn't, but if you looked at their roster going into last year, you were saying um, – it's all dumbed down. They put big money into Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith, and that's kind of what was their offense was. They Games like the Buffalo Bills game where they had three pass attempts the entire game, that's the kind of offense that the Belichick regime is trying to run right now because uh-huh. Mac Jones doesn't have any weapons, and it's another un- un- 
unfortunate situation because you have a young quarterback that's trying to develop, but you're going to stunt his development because you just don't have anybody to help him. But they, then, did, they did sign Devontae Parker, which, again, he's, that is big. He, he's big. That is big. But he, that's I, it. I feel like he's very underrated. Kendrick Bourne I like, too. Nelson Aguilar. They have, like, these number twos all over the place. That's not setting a guy and up for, the for they success. Have, they have two def- offensive coordinators that neither of them are a- actually an offensive coordinator. But there's this, there's this element of the Belichick regime where he did things different the entire time. And now because he's older and it's a new league and every everybody's kind of doing things a little bit different and it's more of a passing air raid offense type deal. But Bill Belichick, there's something about him where it's like, you can't, I just can't say that I'm going to write Matt hey, you never want off to, You can't write off Belichick, but you can write off the, the, the front office. The Matt, I mean, they're not. Just don't, I don't understand why they had, uh, what was the guy? It was like Dion Branch and and somebody else playing like DB, and they were winning Super Bowls way back in the day. And Correct. So they've done some funky shit work, to win some Super Bowls. And they've always but. done it, and I'm not going to write them off. So I'm going to say Mac Jones. He has definitely, I would say the odds of him regressing are sm- are stronger than him improving, but I feel like he's going to be even keel as well, much like Davis Mills. The okay. Patriots will, will be decent, but they're... Those are your six quarterbacks heading into their second year of action, Um, but it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see that. Uh, Before we get out of here, uh, I did watch something right before we went live and something I missed over the weekend, and that was the Glover Teixeira fight. Holy hell. Like, what a a great fight. However, he falls short, and and he loses the light heavyweight crown over the weekend. UFC is, is starting to... Pick up some steam. They usually do this around the summer. They try to get some banger of the pay-per-views. This one this one delivered, right? Yeah, bro. The whole card was great. You had Joanna Champion or former champion get knocked out cold by Saw a spinning that. back fist in a, what was like a rematch of arguably the most epic fight in UFC history. Definitely the best women's fight ever. And then Joanna retired. So happy trails to Joanna. I wasn't really a huge fan of her, but she was definitely an exciting fighter. But this fight, bro, the main event in this... First of all, Glover Teixeira, the fact that he was able to finally break through and win the belt at 42, largely, largely because John Jones vacated it because well, whatever. It, nobody would have taken the belt from him and he would have destroyed both these guys. But hats off to Glover. And when I say durable, this motherfucker was getting this shit kicked out of him in rounds two and three. If you watch the fight, you everybody knows it's you can't do it justice by explaining it. It was just a back-and-forth war, submission attempts, knockdowns, takedowns, scrambles. And with 18 seconds to go, I feel like Teixeira had the fight in the bag, and he got submitted. And hats off to Yuri Prohachka. I believe that's how you say his name. Unorthodox fighter, but he's definitely got star power in the UFC. What's he doing with the, with the Bro, hair? Like, he's, a, he's a samurai. If you watch the way this guy operates, you would I feel understand. like he would be much more effective if he just shaved his head. Um, <laughs> like, if you watch the way this guy operates, you'd understand entirely why he has that. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's a top of his method head. to the madness. I just don't He's training don't with like samurai swords and shit like that, much like Aaron Donald, but he's actually a fighter and a ninja, so mm. it makes sense for him. But yeah, Yuri, I'm excited to see what's next for these guys, but the division is kind of weak. Forget about the 205 division. I think this guy's going to kind of control it for a little bit. The rest of the UFC, what do we got on tap, Dave? Uh, Looks like UFC 276. The summer's coming up. This one's going to be on July 2nd. Uh, This one headlined by Adesanya against uh, Kananir. Kananir. Uh, I like that. I like the Volkanovski fight. That's the featherweight title bout. Volkanovski against Max Holloway. So that one's going to be a good fight. Uh, Sean Strickland, Alex Perea, Misha Cupcake is back in the house for July 2nd. And your boy Sugar Show is back as well. Sugar Show, uh, Sean O'Malley will be in the house. He's a heavy favorite, but you don't think that's a runaway. Pedro Munoz. I was just making sure that there wasn't a replacement. No, as of right now, it's Pedro Munoz. Pedro Munoz Munoz is definitely a guy that has the ability to take O'Malley out of his game Mm. and just take him down and beat him up. But we'll see. O'Malley's a heavy favorite. O'Malley's a heavy favorite because he's the fan favorite, and they're manipulating the UFC odds a little bit different than they would do for an NBA game. Everybody knows who O'Malley is, so it's going to be hard for them to not make him a huge favorite because he's going to get bet on a lot. Okay, um, as we move to UFC 270, what was that, 277? So this is 270, yeah, no, that was 276. 277, educate me here. Pena against Nunez. Uh, Nunez. What? Is somebody going up? No. They both got belts. Oh uh, yeah, maybe maybe Nunez. See, Nunez is the it's champion. A, it's a it's a bantamweight Nunez, title belt. Nunez was a champ champ. She lost one of her belts, and now she's going back to get it to Pena, and now okay. she's going back Got to get it. it. So right. she I'm like, wait, what happened? She's not a champion in that division. Though. Uh, Kai Kara France, who definitely had a, a great showing the last time he was out there. Yeah, he's actually had f- like four or five. He's getting a title shot against uh, against Brandon Marino uh, for the. Uh, that's actually an interim title bout. 
uh, for that one. Derek Lewis, my balls is hot, is back. So, look, UFC on, on the rise right now. I know you said something about John Jones yeah, I think coming John, back. John Jones fight. With, he was supposed to fight Stipe in August, and I'm pretty sure that's on tap still, but just for September. It's not official yet, but John and Stipe, I think, are both on board. Stipe just wasn't going to be ready by the end of the summer, and John... In true John Jones fashion, was like, oh, well, I want the best version of Stipe. So we'll see. The longer let's get the, let's get John more, Jones to that. Yeah, fight. the more time we have in between, like an announcement and a fight, there's more things that John Jones could do wrong. So the sooner the better. Um, they also did just announce that Usman is fighting Leon Edwards, I believe. It's uh, not going to be in July, August. So yeah, maybe the. August I'm very surprised. Year. Maybe just because of how the August, calendar August, lays, August, but like yeah. July 2nd and July 30th, they have. 276 and 277 within one calendar month. And then August, yeah, I think it's fight week is one of those one of those week international fight week in mid July. So okay, they'll ha they'll probably have a fight night on that Friday. They do. Then, they they, they got a like bunch a of stuff going contender on. Contender series during the day. They'll have all that shit going on. International fight week. I like it. Blades is back. That's July 23rd. He's back. Uh, and then you look a little deeper into the August 6th. It's no, that's not much. That's that's a fight night. There it is, Usman Edwards. Anybody else on that card? Not yet. They usually name the the headliner, yeah, and then they'll right kind now. of fill out the card okay. from there. That was announced yesterday. Interesting. Interesting. Even though that's been on tab, they knew it. Just I mean, yeah, that, that's been talked injury. about for a while, so uh, it's, it's just about time that they got it going. Um, but yeah, so that's that. UFC. That's it's, I'm glad because I mean it's been it's been a while since I've been interested into a a card, and I think you know they need, they need to bulk it up well, a little it bit. Always goes down. Nobody gave a shit about this this last card. Nobody. And it was the best card that I've seen this year. So. The best card or best fight? Best card. Yeah? It was a really good... It, it all delivered. Yeah, it was just a very exciting card. Okie dokie. Okie dokie. All right. So that'll wrap it up, actually. we You know, not, not saying we always have these uh, shorter shows, but we do have, obviously, the NBA Finals. They roll on on Thursday. We'll preview that on Thursday. Uh, the Yankees back in action, like we said... Earlier today, they got themselves a big series coming up. The Mets are back in action as well. Uh, the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs roll on into the Stanley Cup finals. Uh, that happens. Uh, actually, you know what? Why, uh, Nick, before we get out of here, uh, interested to take uh, your take on the thoughts about Kako's scratch. Uh, well, if I'm a... Well, re educate the fans as, as to what Gallant said. Uh, so pretty much he was just like, it was my decision to scratch him. Paraphrasing, yes. Go ahead. <laughs> my decision to scratch him, I... He, for some reason, I think he thought that he would get better play out of Dryden Hunt, pretty much, and I don't think that he would have. And he clearly he didn't because Hunt really wasn't not and, in that game. And they brought back homeboy and who was already banged up, and he looked like he couldn't even finish the damn game. So it's like that's yeah. the reason why you make these specific moves with the healthy scratches and shit. But it's like, what are we doing? You know? Um, yeah. You can you can dive into more Rangers stuff as as we go on into the off season. There's plenty of moves to be made. I'm interested to see what they do with Kako because I don't know. I, to say I don't call him a bust. I just you know he just hasn't. Doesn't fit in. I don't know. It's weird. It's just a weird yeah, dynamic. He just, but he needs time. We need a hockey podcast. You ready for this or what? Sign me up. Hell yeah! All right, let's go. Um, anyway, that's a show. Uh, please continue to support Chop Sports by heading on over to uh, the YouTube channel. Subscribe to that. Head on over to the Hater Fantasy Sports uh, Facebook page. Like that. Then you can go over to Dat Chat. You can like that. There's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, all good stuff with Chop Sports. Uh, we got some new neighbors coming in July 1st. So we have a lot of cool things coming in uh, You know, on the docket. And uh, as we get prepped for this massive party uh, that we're about to get going. I mean, that's uh, I'm excited about it. I know it's like it's come up. It's kind of come up pretty fast. So yeah, all of a sudden, we're ready to rock and roll. Merrill Park, get involved. Uh, subscribe, like, please like this video. And uh, yeah, that'll do it. So for Sturch and Gooch, and of course, Nick behind the glass, this has been another installment of the Chop Sports Daily. We'll see you guys tomorrow. But there was this one company, I think, called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah.